Hello, welcome to Lisa Express Podcast. My name is Elizabeth Akunyili. And on this platform, our goal is to help you experience sexual, emotional, and mental wellness. And this makes us talk about topics on sex, abuse, addictions, and mental health. So today I'm going to be talking about something in abuse that a lot of people do not talk about. And that is the danger of leveling up with an abuser. When someone abuses us physically, sexually, emotionally, whether through their words, verbal abuse, or through literal emotional blackmails, after a while, especially when we think we've gotten strength now, or we have evidences against them, there is the temptation to want to be on the same level with the abuser, just so you can let them know I'm not your mate. Ah, that's a huge error most times. Most times. So you have this um, let me paint a story for you. This relationship where the husband usually beats the wife, right? Or another family where the wife is always emotionally battering this man in terms of her words, the way she blackmails him, the way she puts him down, the way she constantly makes him feel less than himself. If this man keeps beating this woman and she suddenly feels, oh, now I have evidence, perhaps she set a camera up where he was beating her up, right? Or the other man finds out who she insulted him and now he has evidence. Maybe an email she sent to him laced with negative words or something she said that he was able to record. What may happen to these two people who are the victims is the tendency to go and tell the abuser that I have evidence against you. You see that evidence you have against them? The fact that they know you have that evidence against them makes them violent. It makes them very violent because not only are they about to lose the person they have the access to bully, not only are they about to lose power over you, you are also about to ruin their reputation. You are about to ruin whatever facade they've been able to build over the years while they maltreat you internally. That might resonate with you if you've been living with an abuser. So some of you have parents who are very destructive verbally with you but they are very nice to other people with their words it's almost like they are two separate people the parents you live with and parent outside some of you have partners who are very derogatory in their words who batter you physically but when they go outside they are archangels and you're wondering how does this person switch just treat me the way you treat outsiders then some of you have partners who are nicer to waiters than they are with you some of you are dating people who treat other people better than you and so you can track this pattern right now, what I just said about the reputation they have outside. In an abusive relationship, I am of the opinion, mind you, I, Elizabeth Akunili, I am of the opinion that it is a case of power and ignorance. One person has more power in that relationship and the other person has more ignorance than the powerful person. The person who is powerful might be financially powerful so they can buy you over and buy supporters over. This is the case of younger girls who date older people or younger girls who date guys who have money. And so when the guy is rude and condescending, they can't really do much because this person has the money and they are there for the money. Whatever power this person has is something you are also attracted to. That's why it holds you down. The power this person might have might be influence. So if they say something, a thousand people will believe them before they believe you. That's a power source. 
the other person might have age on their side so if it's a sugar daddy sugar baby relationship this person always has the power a sugar mommy sugar boy relationship this other person always has the power the power of age the power of affluence which is something you don't have on your side now ignorance on the side of the victim is that they don't understand that all there is to life is not what that person has if that person has influence in their circle what you should be looking for is how to build your influence but you're too ignorant for that this person has money but you're ignorant on how to make money that's why you find out in those kind of abusive lopsided relationship the person who has the power does not let you get what they have example if he has money he suddenly finds it wrong for you to go and get your own money because that money is his power source if you get money he loses power over you if you get influence they lose power over you especially if influence is the only thing they have so if he's a guy who is rude and has the let me say agbero in nigeria like the tout lifestyle so he knows a lot of people on the streets and everything or he has the personality that creates cult relationships for him and suddenly his woman is beginning to mingle with guys on the street she's beginning to create that kind of rapport with people he will have a problem with it he might even go as far as calling her promiscuous because what she's doing is trying to get rid of his power source and that's why you have to be careful when you're in a relationship that the power balance is not too much. If the power and the ignorance level between both of you is a lot, then abuse is going to be more prominent. Abuse will most likely happen and you will not be able to fight it when it starts most times. So back to the original conversation about the dangers of trying to level up with an abuser. Now the man in my story who has an abusive wife and the woman who has an abusive spouse right both of them have a tendency to feel oh because i now have evidence against you i'm going to tell people and so we have cases of women sending pictures to a domestically abusive spouse or telling the person i have evidence against you and the person beats them to death because in that moment what you did was trigger fear in them and we respond to fear differently you just triggered so much fear that they are not sure what they will lose if you leave that door their fear is might be losing you and not having the emotional support you offer them because a relationship most times isn't all terrible there is something you offer in that relationship they might be afraid of losing you and the support you bring to the relationship they might be afraid of not having someone they have power over especially if they themselves have been abused victims where someone had taken advantage of them with power and so they are merely replicating it or you trying to feel like oh now i have power and so you are beating you up is like a source of it's not healing it's an incorrect way of thinking of healing but that's how they feel that's a possible way they feel right and then they are also afraid of the reputation they are afraid of how people will see them they are afraid of the consequences of what will happen if people know what they did to you so if they've been domestically abusive and there is a domestic abuse law in your country and they could possibly go to jail for 14 years or 20 years or 30 years that fear of all of their life going into the drain in one second that fear manifests as violence 
you tell the woman I have evidence against you and she's thinking of how everybody thinks oh she's a nice person she's thinking of how she's going to lose her money pot which is what you are and you might not be her money pot you might just be her emotional punching bag she's thinking of how she'll lose all those things and the violence the fear manifests itself as violence and she takes it out and she batters you so much with her words and with reputation destruction that even if you get a divorce you won't recover in five years that's the danger of trying to level up with an abuser the danger of leveling up with an abuser is that you trigger more violence so what do you do when someone abuses you and you've been unable to prove your point and now you have evidence one tell it to someone who will fight for you even if you die in the process I put dying in the process so you can think deeply about who you are telling it to. Don't tell it to a family member if they tell you, eh, you know men are like that. Eh, women just behave like that when you're angry. Eh, you know that's how parents are. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't tell it to a family member who will minimize the problem. Don't tell it to a family member who will sit you people down in the sitting room and say they are having family meeting. Let's settle it in the house. Don't do that thing. We've had cases of girls raped and when they finally had evidence against the abuser, the first person they told was their mom. And the mom said, I do not want to be embarrassed in the community. So she killed the case. We've had those cases not once, not twice, not thrice. It's an irritating story in the ear, but it's a regular story we hear all the time. So don't do that thing. If telling your parents, if telling your family, if telling your friends, if telling your inner circle means you will not get justice or they will keep returning you into the abuser's place, by all means, don't tell them. Tell it to a lawyer. Even if you cannot afford to pay a lawyer, if you're a lady going through abuse cases, go to the Ministry of Women Affairs in your country. They have a plan set up for you. Go there. Tell it to them. That's the first step. Secondly, transfer all evidences, especially when visual. Transfer them out of the house. Don't put them on your phone. Don't leave them as pictures on your phone. Don't put them in your email. Don't put them in your personal drive. As much as possible, back them up in the cloud and give it to whoever is fighting for you. Make sure you have that evidence replicated in like three, five places so that you always have a place to go back to. Three, don't let them know you are coming for justice. Don't let your abuser know you are coming for justice. If they know, they would respond with more violence. In fact, they might pretend to now like you, only so they can emotionally blackmail you into shutting up. So if it's such a terrible case where, for example, you have to get a divorce, they dare not know the divorce is coming for them. You want to make sure you are as peaceful as possible in these last days as you gather your evidences. You want to make sure you're not doing anything to trigger them. At the same time, you want to make sure you're also not being so gentle that they're beginning to worry that you're up to something. As you gather your evidence and as you get ready, you want to make sure they don't smell it. Then finally, get out of that place. Don't leave him and go to your family house where he can come and beg. Don't leave this person and go to your uncles or your aunties or your friend where they know you'll be at. If possible, get away from all the people they know you with. If possible, change the SIM card they have. You want to make sure they don't have contact with you in the period you're fighting for justice so that they do not harm you. Especially when this person has a tendency for physical harm. This is just 
from my perspective, your lawyer would have better things to say to you. Your security agency will have better things to say to you depending on the angle of the situation. But for whatever reason you're dealing with an abuser, you never want to level up with them when you are the only one in the situation. You want to level up from external how do I explain this? You want to make sure that when the justice is coming, it's coming from authority. It's coming from a place where you are defended. And that can only happen when you have other people. Where you have support system in your security. You have support system in your legal structure. You have support system in friends and family who won't snitch you, who won't give you away. I hope this really, really helps you. If you're dealing with a violent situation, if you're dealing with an abuser at any level, I hope this really helps you. I hope you get these on time. Have a great day. If you have any questions whatsoever, feel free to email us at reachalizaexpress.com, reachalizaexpress.com. Send us a message on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at LizaExpressC or check out our website and send a message on the contact page at www.lizaexpress.com. Bye.